Alright, so today we're going to be looking at the Mahavishnu Orchestra. Don't let the Jazz Fusion label fool you. They rock. You know, I, I know a lot of people out there, they're going to see the word jazz and they're going, to, they're going to be like, well, I wouldn't be interested in that. But, you know, hold your horses. Go ahead and try this band out. I think you might like them. If you like just music that's good and, uh, you know, that actually is potentially captivating or mesmerizing or whatever term you want to use. It's just good musicianship. And that kind of thing, it can really transcend genre, you know, whether it's rock or jazz or classical or, or whatever. Just if you've got some solid musicianship, there is some quality pretty much built into it, right? So this was a band that or a group that was heavily influenced by Indian classical music. And of course, you know, we got some rock influences and all these other different components. But at the end of the day, it's just it's just cool music. The band released eight studio albums and two live albums during its different incarnations of activity. So the original members were keyboardist Jan Hammer, percussionist Billy Cobham, violinist Jerry Goodman, guitarist John McLaughlin, and bassist Rick Laird. So I'm not really sure if it's pronounced McLaughlin or McLaughlin. I've possibly heard different um, pronunciations on that name. So, you know, I'm, I'm just assuming it's um, something that I'm getting wrong, however I'm pronouncing it. Um, but, you know, they have transcendent epic compositions. They were active from 1971 to 1976. Then they, have a, they had a bit of a comeback in 1984 for a few years until around 1987. So I'm mostly familiar with the guitarist, John, you know, McLaughlin or McLaughlin, however that's pronounced. And um, as a bit of an interesting fact, you know, th this is another one of those bands that has, you know, different uh, collaborations. And um, so, for example, a drummer named Gary Husband was also in the orbit of this band. And uh, he, he was playing with various musicians who were related to the Mahavishnu Orchestra, but apparently he's not considered part part of the band itself at any point, um, just tangentially related. So you'll find that a lot in the history of music, like these big-named musicians were really um, within the orbit of um, each other in some way. And... Uh, so this, to me, was sort of like a super group of these type of musicians, you might say. And I, I really recommend listening to them. Um, like if you if you really want to spice up your appreciation for, I guess, um, jazz and instrumental music, because that's what a lot of this is really about. But you know, they bring a lot of energy to it, and. That often is something that's overlooked when it comes to instrumental music, like the uh, um, the energy. It's not just virtuosity that you can find on display, but just there's a lot of high energy stuff going on here. And and what's weird about this band is that even though they shred and whatnot, 
they don't seem like just a mindless, like show off kind of band. There's just something different about them because it sounds really inspired as opposed to, you know, just like somebody saying, Ooh, look how fast I can play. You know, it sounds like it sounds very naturalistic instead of just being a bunch of show offs, which is not the easiest thing to pull off. Like a lot of a lot of shred guitarists out there. They just seem like they're trying to cram as many notes together as they possibly can. And somehow they make, you know, the whole fast performance thing seem like it's um, more natural. It doesn't sound as forced. And I don't know how they really do that. It's a tough thing to actually do. But the Mahavishnu Orchestra, they seem to achieve that. So. Um, You've got other people like Jerry Goodman, um, who were involved, the violinist. He, uh, in 1985 onward, recorded three solo albums for private music. And he went on to tour with his own band, as well as with Shadow Facts and the Dixie Dregs. So there you go again, another example of um, these people who were really involved with other musical projects, but obviously had some heavy origins in this particular group and the group disbanded for the final time in 1987 and um, they did reunite with each other on various different projects but I, I guess that they never fully reformed under the name of Mahavishnu <laughs> so Boy, I hope what I said made sense, and I hope it really uh, convinces some of you to go out and check this band out, because they're definitely worth it. And, you know, I don't want to sound too much like a devotee to them, because honestly, I don't even listen to them that, to them that often. But when I do, I definitely appreciate it. So, yeah, that's really all I have to say about it, trying to cover all these different bands and Hopefully some of you out there are going to be like, oh, okay, he's uh, he's promoted these groups. I'm going to actually check them out. And in this case, you know, definitely go ahead and do it. All right. There you go.